Today is the first day of school. Don't be nervous. Breathe. It's gonna be fine. Like, what could go wrong? Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey everyone, uh, the first day of school is coming up fast. I mean, for some of you, it, it's already happened. What's wrong with these crazy school districts starting at the beginning of August? What's becoming of our summer? Well, for me, this is my first school year in nearly a decade where I'm actually not going back to school as a teacher or a student. But it's on the mind of all the teens and young adults I'm working with, so I figured it's on your mind as well. That's why I made this episode for y'all. I brought back my friend and fellow firmly founded coach, Ben Pugh, to help me talk about some mental prep tips before school starts. And it will also work even if school has already started for you. And with school coming up, that means my deadline for my summer goal is quickly approaching to reach 100 podcast reviews by the end of August. I need just about a dozen more. So if you haven't left me a review and would like to, go ahead and do it now. You don't even have to pause the show. If you're on my show's page in the Apple Podcast app, just scroll down to the bottom where it says ratings and reviews and find the tap to rate link with the empty stars and tap however many stars you think my podcast deserves. That's all you have to do. With your help, I can reach my goal of getting 100 reviews on iTunes. One more thing before we get to today's story. Did you hear about my art contest giveaway that I announced last episode? Teens can submit a drawing, an artistic rendering, if you will, of their emotion monster, a concept I introduced last episode. To enter, teens can pick any emotion, one they feel often or one that they are afraid of the most or whatever, and draw what the monster version of it would look like. It can be scary, cute, funny, really, I'm looking for anything. Draw it up, take a picture of it, and email it to me at joey at firmlyfounded.com. Make sure at the top of the picture you tell me what emotion that monster represents. There's one entry per team. The contest closes August 31st, 2021. I will pick one drawing and give a $100 Amazon gift card to the teen artist. So get your creativity on and send me your drawings. All right, it's your first day of your junior year, Travis. Just just keep your head down. Don't become the butt of everyone's jokes. Keep a low profile. A fellow student Travis recognized from last year waved at him and started walking toward him. Travis waved back. Okay, a nice, good first connection with someone. I wonder what they want. The student walked past Travis to someone behind him. Ah, I'm a doofus. He wasn't even waving at me. Oh, super awkward. Did he notice? Did, did anyone else notice? Okay, okay, head down. Just get out, get out, get out, get out. Travis made his way to a nearby bench and took off his backpack. Oh, man, my mouth is already dry and it's been like 30 seconds. Need some water. 
Travis tried to unzip his backpack, but the zipper got stuck. Oh, come on! This is a new backpack! Piece of junk? Just get open! The backpack zipper flew open and his book spilled onto the walkway. Come on! This is great. Oh, oh, and, and even better, people are helping me pick up my mess. Yes, everyone pity the doofus who dropped his books. Travis gave a half-hearted smile to the two other students who helped him and hurried off. As he went down the stairs to the lower quad, his foot slipped on the last step and he landed on his butt. Oh, owie! Quick, get up, get up, look around. Did anyone see? Oh, oh yes, yes they did. That jock over there who was pointing and laughing. Oh, and that group of cute girls who were all giggling. Is the custodian trying not to laugh? Head down, just head down, get out, get out, get out, get out. Travis made his way to his first period class and sat down. The bell rang and the teacher started class. Man, okay, that was a rough start. Typical me. At least I'm here, safe, in my pre-calculus class. Wait, is that the name of the class up on the board? American history? I, I'm in the wrong class. Oh, what, how did, what, what do I do? Do, do I say something? What? I, I have to. I just can't sit in the wrong class all period. I'll just, I'll just get up and leave. And hopefully the teacher won't notice. Travis stood up and headed toward the door. The teacher asked him where he was going. And Travis had to tell him that he was in the wrong class. Great. Now a whole class knows I'm a doofus who doesn't know his face from a hole in the ground. Head down. Just keep your head down. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Travis found his correct class and walked in. Oh, hey, I, I know some people in this class. Friends. Uh, hi, friends. Oh, they are all sitting in the same group with, with a cute girl. And there is an empty seat in their group. Oh, perfect. Wait, what? The teacher has assigned seating? I'm on the completely other side of the room with that group? But, but I don't like anyone in that group. They don't like me. Oh, and of course, this teacher is a seating chart stickler. Great. This, this is just fantastic. Travis made it through the morning to lunch. Well, my schedule sucks so far. All my classes are on the opposite side of the campus from each other. I'm going to have to sprint to make it in time. At least I haven't done anything else to make myself look more like a doofus. Travis sat down with some friends, and one pointed out that he had a glob of strawberry jam on his cheek. Strawberry jam? Where did that come from? I mean, I, I had jam on my toast this morning, but that's been there since breakfast? Doesn't that just sound like the worst first day of school ever? That is. That is uh, just everything I can think of that could go wrong and shoved into a story that was actually inspired by my buddy, Ben Pugh, who was with me right now. He was the one who gave me the idea. He goes, write a story about all the things that could go wrong on the first day of school. So I did. And I brought Ben on with me. Ben, how'd you enjoy that story? It was awesome. But I feel like you left out one detail that could have made it so much worse. The other night when you and I were out to dinner, <laughs> and my zipper broke. Oh my, my goodness. <laughs> That would make high school even worse. Like, guys, I had to walk around this restaurant with my zipper 
completely broken. Couldn't even get it closed. <laughs> yeah, that that so, would have added to. I thought you were going to say the. Uh, also, you look down and you're in your underwear, kind of yeah. thing, which is more of the dream. But I think that zipper being broken is the closest thing to that. You know, that nightmare of being in your underwear coming to real life. Like, yeah. And could you imagine that happening back in our day? Oh, like, there were no cell phones. You can't just text mom and be like, mom. Bring me a new pair of pants. Oh, <laughs> like, dude. Back in our day, you just suffered the whole entire day. Yeah. You just walked around with your uh, you know, binders kind of in front of you, you know, like, yeah. Oh, hoping no one notices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let's add that to, to the story. But pretend like guys, that was in the story. Okay. Um, so me and Ben have have been working with teens all summer in our uh the firmly founded teen membership. And uh, we've been talking about summer goals and doing fun things uh about that. And now we're gonna changing our focus to talk about school. School is coming. I feel like from Game of Thrones, which I've actually never seen, but people always say winter is coming. I feel like school has that. Yeah, um, that fear, yeah. that angst. that comes. Yeah, I've never seen Game, Game of Thrones either, but uh, you hear it with the kids. I don't know that it's always like this fear and angst. Sometimes it's just this great depression, like, ugh. School's coming. <laughs> School is coming. Sadness. Um, so me and Ben wanted to uh, share three mental prep tips for your first day of school. So uh, we're, we're calling these three S's for back to school mental prep because they all start with an S and that makes it easier to remember. So we're going to go into those right now. The first S for your uh, back to school mental prep is something I call the spider theory. Now, have you ever, you know, heard people talk about spiders and a lot of people have a great fear of spiders. And then people always say, oh, don't worry about spiders. You are, uh, they are probably more afraid of you than you are of them. Ben, you're familiar with that? Yeah. 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 And it makes sense. Like an itty bitty spider. And it's probably like, oh my goodness, there's a huge giant human. And we're yeah. like, ah, <laughs> yeah, and we're, but we're tied to, like, scared of this tiny thing, right? So um, for me, the spider theory as applied to school is other people are focusing more on themselves than they are focusing on you. We tend to go to school thinking that everybody is looking at us. I don't know about you, but this is always me. I get out of the car and I'm walking across campus and I'm thinking that everybody's just like a movie and I'm the star. You know, maybe this is me being egotistical or something, but like, that's probably it. No. <laughs> uh, but everybody's looking at me and like, if I sniffle or if I like go to like itch my nose, I'm like, great. Everybody's looking at me thinking I'm picking my nose or, you know, if, if my fly is down or something like that, or my, my zipper's broken, <laughs> everybody's noticing. Um, but I, that's not even true. That's not the case. Everybody's really more hyper-focused on themselves than they are of you. Wouldn't you think Ben? Yeah. And from my experience with my zipper being broken in my pants last week, like I just assumed everyone was looking at me. And then later Deb, my wife is like, the only way anyone would have noticed is if you made it super obvious trying to hide it. So I, I think you're right on with that. And also there's a study I heard about at a training I went to several years ago, but they talked about how, like they did this experiment with teens and they'd give them this shirt that had either a popular band or like some sucky band that your parents used to like. And they'd send these teens into a room to take a test and they were just 
collecting all this data. And afterwards, they would ask the teens, who do you think noticed your shirt? And the kids with the popular band were like, everybody, it's a cool shirt. The kids with the unpopular band were like, everybody noticed. They were all judging me. It's the worst shirt ever. And they asked all the other kids taken like in this experiment. They're like, they were wearing what? Like no one noticed. <laughs> no one even cared. But the interesting thing was the kid wearing the ugly or the unpopular band performed more poorly on this little test that they had him do than the kid who wore the popular band because he showed up less confident and the kid with the popular band shirt was more confident. And so the cool thing about this study is number one, no one is looking at you. Like maybe in a class of 30 kids, one might notice. And the other thing is it's really important to be aware of how you perceive yourself, what you're thinking about yourself because it impacts how well you do in the classroom. That's, that's awesome. And actually segues to the second S. The second S is the self-identity statement. So pick the most awesomest statement about yourself and just choose to believe that as you go into that first day. For me, it was always, uh, man, I'm like one of the funniest guys here. Being funny was always really important to me uh, in high school. I started not being very funny and I really, really wanted to uh, just like, that was my identity. Like, and I just wanted to associate with that. So I, I, I just told myself, you know what? I'm just going to be one, like, I, I am one of the funniest guys here. It was actually a trick I learned from Jim Carrey uh, before he would go do stand-up comedy uh, in, in his early uh, years. And I don't, I don't even know if the kids know who Jim Carrey is these days anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The mask. Well, I don't know. Wow. The mask like was some of those not old is... shows are coming back, like Ace Ventura. True, but yeah, I was. I, I would say the mask, which is one of my favorites, probably isn't the one that the kids know him from. They probably no, know him from probably more recent one of the like Dumb and Dumb or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so when he was breaking in, he said he would go uh, and park somewhere up in like the Hollywood Hills, and he would just tell himself this powerful self self identity statement is that. I am really funny. I am going to be the funniest guy there. And when you tell yourself something enough, you start to believe it. So whatever your self-identity statement is, whatever you want that to be, right? Tell it to yourself, right? I am confident. I'm going to be just fine. Whatever story you want to believe about how this year is going to turn out, you can tell it to yourself and that will make it more true. Yeah. And I would add, like, your brain is like Google. It's constantly looking for whatever you tell it to. And if you tell yourself, I'm the funniest guy around, your brain is going to find evidence. Like, oh, yeah, that cute girl just laughed at what you said. You are the funniest guy around. I'll tell you one of the ways I see this happen, kind of the opposite of what we're talking about. So I'm coaching on my local high school football team. And some of the freshmen, some of the newer kids are like, I suck at football. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm too fat. I'm too slow. And they just start identifying as all these negative things that they don't like. And that demolishes their self-confidence. But I'll give you an example. When I played football, I was one of the smallest linemen on my team. And I was not as big. I was not as strong but I was typically faster than the other linemen. And so I would always tell myself, yeah, I may not be as big, but I am the fastest, meanest lineman here. And 
when you start to find that identity that serves you well and that you can believe, your brain is going to be like, yeah, yeah, you were so fast. Like you demolished that kid. Or so I would just invite you. It doesn't, you don't have to say like, oh, I'm the most popular kid in school or I'm the best looking. Find something that's true to you that might be fairly unique. And like one of the things I used to tell myself with a bunch of jocks that can sometimes be jerks, I was always like, I'm a really caring guy and people like that. And so I would just double down on being kind, caring, respectful. So I I really love that point. I feel like that will unleash your superpowers because you embrace who you are. Love it. Yes. And now the third S, successfully fail. Expect that reality won't always meet your expectations. To me, that is the definition of failure. I actually don't believe in the word failure as most people talk about it. To me, failure is just when what you expected didn't actually happen in reality. And that's it. That kind of takes some of the drama out of uh, you know failing, quote unquote. Right? Don't take it personally. Uh, successfully failing means that like I'm not always going to be funny. Ben knows this. Sometimes I say jokes that don't land. Right? But you're still funny looking. Like that's, that's pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for that, Ben. Why did I bring you on my podcast? Um, so I can make fun of you. <laughs> oh, right. Of course. Duh. Okay. So, but. This year, life in general, but this school year is not going to be 100% perfection. That's not what we're shooting for. We're not shooting to nail everything, to never trip, to never drop books, to never have a glob of strawberry jam on your face. That's not what we're shooting for. We're shooting to be able to fail successfully, which means, yeah, I'm going to have these times when expectation and reality doesn't line up. And it doesn't mean anything about me as a person. It doesn't mean that I suck. It doesn't mean that my self-identity statement isn't true. It doesn't mean any of that. It means that you're human and things are going to happen differently than we expect sometimes. And all that is okay. Yeah. I think that's really powerful because basically what you're doing is you are changing your definition of failure and what it means about you and what it means for your progress when I played football, I had this idea, man, I want to go lay this kid out and I'm going to deplete him and I'm going to get this highlight reel. And I remember as my first game, this kid pulverized me and I walked to the sideline. There's like tears streaming down my face. My head was dropped and like, I suck. And my coach slapped me on the butt and he's like, Hey, good job. And I was like, wait a second. How was that a good job? Because that did not look like what I envisioned it looking like. He's like, yeah, your guy didn't make the tackle. That's all we needed. And I'm like, oh, so I can go out there and get obliterated and that's success. He's like, yeah, just do it again. And so I went and got my butt kicked over and over. My guy never made the tackle. I realized, oh, that is success. I promise you, when you own the definition of what success is, you will be empowered because you realize, oh, my zipper broke and I'm going to walk around school like I own the place. And people are going to be like, dude, He is the most confident guy ever. Like you get to define what is success and how does that look like for you? You can hear my voice. This is what happens when I coach football. There's a big, huge field. I have to yell to communicate. My voice just sounds crazy. Your voice sounds wonderful, Ben. It sounds very, very soothing. I I love that. So those those are the three S's. All right. Um, The spider theory. 
Other people are more focused on them than they are of you. Self-identity statement. Pick the awesomest statement or story about yourself and just choose to believe it. And then choose to successfully fail. Reality won't always meet expectations. So don't take it personally because it doesn't mean anything about you as a person. Hopefully your first day of school isn't like Travis's in the story. It, It probably won't be, but there are some things like that that might happen. For you, if you channel these three S's, these three uh, mental prep tips, you will be more in control even when things are out of your control. Ben, any final words? I love it. So powerful. You'll be in control even when things are out of control. And from your teacher's standpoint, like Joey, we should totally talk about what teachers are going through on the first day of school. For a different podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Teenagers, just embrace it. Control what you can control and just let reality do its thing and be what it is. That's so empowering. Awesome. Ben, thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I love being a guest on your podcast, Joey. Oh, shucks. You're so kind. And uh, why don't you tell all of them about your podcast in case they haven't heard already when you were the guest last time? Yeah, all of you parents listening or teens, if you want your parents to get some help with parenting, like it's a tough job. I get it. Check out my podcast, Impact Parenting with Perspective. And each week we discuss skills and tools that parents can use to improve their relationship with their teen and really be the parent of their dreams and the parent they've always wanted to be. Yes. Awesome. So, teens, as your parents, from what I hear, uh, make you listen to my podcast. For every episode they make you listen to of, of mine, you make them listen to one episode of Ben's. Oh, yeah. That's a good deal. I like it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Thanks so much, Ben, again, for coming on. Do you need help mentally preparing for the school year? I know I did when I was a teen. Wait, wait, Ben, you're, you're still here? Joey, I'm all over the place. Ah, yes. Very much like some teens' feelings towards school. Yeah, it's hard. I want to do well. I don't want to do my homework. I like my friends and I hate my friends. Yeah, it's hard to perform well at school when your mind is like a middle school relationship full of drama. But if you join our firmly founded team membership, we will help you freaking dominate this next school year. Totally. And for the month of August, we are giving new members $100 off of a full year membership into the program. Dang, that is a good deal. No, right? Go to firmlyfounded.com slash teen to sign up. Bye, everybody. Wait, ben, why are you still here? Joey, I am always with you. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs>